Hey everybody, welcome to episode 7, I believe. Yep, 7. Uh, self-titled, it is Saturday, September 8th. We are in Reed McKenzie's dining room. Brand new house. Um, very nice. Very nice. Um, we have Thank a, you for letting us We have a live, have audi- we have a live audience. Yeah. So, th- <laughs> yeah. We have cheers and probably booze. <laughs> um, you're probably wondering where we've been for the past two weeks. Well, I've been here. Tristan's been uh, on vacation for what seems like forever. I've been um, on vacation. I've been storm chasing hurricanes. Yeah, I've been just out there putting in his resume for the weather. Yep. Um, so we just haven't been able to get together and do this. So here we are on a Saturday after we said we want to do Saturday ones again. And we're not really sure how long it's going to be because there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to talk about. We're probably not even going to get to all of it. We uh, cut out. A decent bit of stuff just because um, we're not trying to have a two-hour no. podcast because no who wants, wants to that. listen to that. Um, I wouldn't want to I wouldn't either. Um, so we're going we're gonna to hold off on football to the end. Not till the end. That's just going to be the last part we talk about. It's probably going to be half the actual podcast, though. Cause probably. There's, there's some things we need to air out. We're two out. weeks behind. Yeah, there's some things we need to air out and discuss. Some frustrations yeah. and just some overall grievances with the coaching staff of the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, well. Um, but no one in particular. W- this isn't going to be aimed at a certain person who has a drinking problem. It's it's <laughs> it's just a team thing. Um, it's, I'm it's not mad thing. at any one player. Just one coordinator. Um, but no. We'll I, s- I kind of want to share my, my experience with... Uh, Tropical Storm Gordon. Yeah, real quick. I was, was going to let you take the mic on. Okay, this one. because I so as all y'all know, there was a, a tropical storm that they thought was going to be a hurricane that came in on Tuesday. So I left on Saturday to go down to Orange Beach, Alabama, and left on Saturday, beach day, Sunday, Monday, and then they're expecting the tropical storm to be here on Tuesday. So that was one of the things I was worried about when I booked this trip. I was like. September is usually when like hurricanes start popping Hurricane up season. and I'm like, my luck would be, I'm going to book a vacation, like a long vacation. And the whole time I'm going to be like just watching for hurricanes basically the whole time. So as you know, obviously the beach is like, you never can really know what the weather's going to be like. No. So I'm checking the weather like two weeks in advance and literally every single day on the weather channel, it says 60% chance for the next like two weeks, which at the beach, that's, that's like the weather at the beach. that could very well mean Sunny, literally no nothing yeah. all day for two weeks or rain every day for two weeks. Yeah. Like there's no real can't, can't put a peg in it. So I was like, whatever, it's fine. So we get to like, I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday before we were supposed to leave. And like keep checking the weather. It's the same thing it says, you know, 60% chance. There was one day it was like 80. I was like, whatever, it's fine. And then there's this giant like headline on the front page talking about, um, a tropical depression forming in the Gulf next week. I was like, and there it is. <laughs> and here we are. And yeah, there it is. Um, and sure enough, come Tuesday, it is barreling towards, uh, Orange Beach, Gulf Shores, that area, the the whole Gulf, Gulf, um, Central Gulf, whatever. And um, we were in the middle of it, and it was actually really cool. Um, you know, we've gotten we've gotten storms here, like remnants of hurricanes and stuff like that up here. Yeah. In our neck of the woods, and it, I mean, it gets it gets pretty crazy, but it's not. It, 
when you are when you are down there and like the very the actual, like yeah like the first time that it hits land mm-hmm. that is like serious was and the ocean cool looking i imagine the ocean was the it was cool very cool looking yeah. it was so rough and the um of course they had the double flags out so nobody could swim yeah but um and the double flags were out for like a couple days is there someone there policing it I don't know who does it exactly. Like, I don't know who goes out and is like, it's red flag today or what. I don't, I don't know how that works, but, um, so there's those, there was double flags out the day before, obviously the day while it was happening. Yeah. And then the next day, which it was calm the next day, which was weird. But anyways, um, currents and stuff, maybe it really wasn't that bad though, but (laughs) all right. So Tuesday gets there. They're expecting it to hit at like seven 30 ish, like sometime late afternoon, nighttime, and uh, so we're like, okay, well, we'll just kind of go and do what we can do. And it was kind of raining all day, so we didn't really go to the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of ran around. And we just fully planned on shacking up in the condo, building forts probably, and like cooking dinner or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> doing what you would do during a hurricane. Yeah. And uh, there was like the first wave that came, it was at like 6 o'clock. Rained super hard. The water got really, really rough. The wind was blowing. We are just like... Oh, this is crazy. Well, like 8 o'clock comes, and it's full-on 75-mile-an-hour winds. Like, we're, we would go out onto the balcony. You saw the videos. Yeah. We would walk out on the balcony just to see what it felt like outside. And, like, when it was the heaviest rain, the rain would hurt when it hit you. Yeah. Because the wind was blowing so hard. Yeah. It was insane. And so... We're up there. We're walking in and out of the condo, just going outside, feeling what it's like, feeling the wind and all that. And at one point, we were just like, fuck it. Let's go down to the beach. And we didn't actually go onto the beach, but we went down to that walkway that goes out onto the, yeah. you know, but we just didn't get in the sand because the water at that point was up to the walkway. So, like, we if we would have stepped off the walkway, we would have stepped into water. Mm. That's how high the tide got. And... um that was one of the most like surreal weird things ever. You know, you always see the, the people on the weather channel that are like in the eye of the hurricanes at whatever beach, Mm -hmm. you know, and they're sitting there, they can like barely stand up. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much what it was like. And it was only a tropical storm. So my first thought was, this is just a tropical storm baby thing. And that's what was funny too. Cause all the locals, you know, we were asking them about it. Like, Oh, you know, is this, you know, what, how do you guys like handle whatever like is this a big deal to y'all or are y'all used to it and they're like this is nothing like every person we asked like five or six people that live down there just just like out of curiosity how they like handle this kind of do they board up every time no no there was only a handful it was like older houses that did like okay. that were on the beach they would board up and people had like condos had their storm shutters uh shut but usually they have them shut anyways if they're just not there yeah um but everyone we talked to they're just like Get some beer, get some food, and watch it. Like it's it's cool out. to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's it's... what they all told us. Yeah, because we were kind of like wondering, like, do we need to leave? Like, not necessarily because it gets so bad, but just, you know, I don't know, I don't know if it's gonna flood because I know we're gonna get a lot of rain, you know, and I don't know if people are gonna be like mass exodus out and it's just gonna be like chaos, whatever. We're just like, whatever. We're just gonna hang out. It's not a big deal. Yeah. We'll be fine. I mean, work couldn't get mad at you for getting caught in a hurricane. Yeah, whatever. And um. But it was cool. It, it was. I no, just. It I just know that if something like that hit up here, we'd be out of commission for like a week. 
Well, yeah, because Georgia doesn't handle rough weather. It's though. insane. Like it's it's crazy to see how different areas handle different weather. Well, it's like being up north when it snows, right? It's, and, it's, and everybody's it's just, just it's really interesting. And everybody just lives life, and you're sitting there, you're like, no, I'm not going to walk outside. Yeah, are, are you, you kidding, kidding me? Are you crazy? Yeah, I'm not no. leaving my house. No, absolutely not. But um, it was cool. I was glad I experienced it. It was very uh, no. The videos were cool. Does the wind like? Could you stand? It like almost blow you it'll over push, at points. You don't. It's not like you fall over, but it'll knock you off balance. Yeah, for sure. And especially when you were down at the beach, because when we were up in the up on the balcony of the condo, it would almost come in like waves, and mm-hmm. it would kind of like it would hit the side of the building, and then it would ricochet all all the different balconies, and then hit yours. So it was kind of like broken up at that point. Yeah. But when you were down at the beach, it was just constant, like you were sticking your head like outside of a car, yeah, going seventy five miles an hour, and it was just constant. And the other cool thing was when we walked, when we went down the elevator to go out onto that walkway, there's this, there's a little breezeway. And I know why they call it that now, because it was a literal wind tunnel. And I'm pretty sure going through that breezeway, the wind coming from the beach was easily 90, 95, maybe just just going through that. Yes. Yeah. And we go to open the door. And of course we're having trouble opening it. And we're just like, Okay, so I finally just gave it one push, and it was one of those things like it was like a cartoon or like a Stooges, like Three Stooges thing, where they walk out, like you walk out, and as soon as the wind hits you, you're like flipping all over the place because the <laughs> wind is so ridiculous, you know? That's kind of what it felt like. So we felt like little kids. We went and grabbed like a water bottle, a washcloth. We went and grabbed all this stuff, and Kayla would stand down at the bottom and just let go of whatever and just watch it shoot up the breezeway because of the wind. That's cool. <laughs> We were we were ridiculous. We were just being children about it. Yeah. There's no shame in that. But it was cool. And then Wednesday it was we and it it lasted from like the heaviest part of it. It started at like eight, the worst part, and then it lasted probably until like six in the morning. <laughs> and we're we're like laying in bed trying to go to sleep and it's just constant roar. Howling. Yeah. Yeah. And not like it's and it's loud. Like yeah. so loud. And we're just kinda sitting there, it's like I can't. I can't sleep in this. Like, <laughs> I can't sleep in this. How do, how do you disaster. people do this? This yeah, is like an every year occurrence for you. They're used like, to it. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Probably, yeah. But it was cool. It was cool to experience. I just hope nothing like that happens here because we literally would fall well, apart. Well, last year, the one that came through. Irma. Was that what it hit us? It didn't that bad, though. In Athens, dude, we didn't have power for like two days. And that's what I'm saying. It, that was not as bad as... No, that's what that I'm saying. down there, like, which is we just got we just got some serious rain, like, yeah, and we didn't have power. So yeah. I, I know if a hurricane actually ever somehow got into us enough, we, yeah, yeah, we would. Well, apparently there. this one that's coming in that's building up in the Atlantic right now might is apparently supposed to go right straight to us, is what it looks like. That's exciting. See what we got. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you survived. I'm glad you're back from vacation. I did survive. Uh, we missed y'all. And then, uh, well, while you were gone, some things happened. The world changed a little bit in some places. We'll start off with the first thing. The new Eminem album dropped out of nowhere. And I need to explain to you how I found out about this. For everybody that doesn't know, I'm a fairly large Eminem fan. I woke up two Fridays ago to like three snaps and like eight texts. I saw that Eminem was trending on Twitter. And I was like, he died. Eminem died. Well, whenever you see someone's name start trending, you're just automatically like, all right, he's dead. That and like people had like texts, like I had notifications of people like trying to talk to me. I was like, great. They're trying to see how I'm doing. Yeah. Like, it's like, I woke up to it and it's like five in the morning. I'm at work and I I don't look at my phone before work. And I was like, 
Yeah. I was like, no, I can't be here if he's dead. Well, like, <laughs> you know, it's funny how that works because last week when uh, Ariana Grande sang at Aretha Franklin's um, funeral mm. and, you know, Bill Clinton was staring at her ass or whatever. Yeah. I didn't know that happened, but I woke up that morning and saw that Bill Clinton's name was trending and there was like 100,000 tweets. I'm like, oh, he's he dead. Yeah, like, he Bill died. Clinton died. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. And then I open it, and it's just a video of old man Bill. Bill, like, Bill Clinton being Bill Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just staring at air. I was like, oh. What? Yeah. Okay. So I, like, I like freak, I'm freaking out. I was like, oh, my God. Like, M-M-Z. I look, and somebody was like, yo, new M. And I was like, what? Excuse me? What do you mean? And so I, uh, I immediately just listened to it at work. Oh, yeah. Like, three times. Like, so that's good. Banger. He went at everybody for the most part. Uh, only one person responded so far with an actual like actual response with an actual song yeah um, that was mgk which was good but like if you're in your diss song if you call somebody the greatest of all time it's not i know you're the greatest of all time <laughs> he called him old uh, he's like you're old it took you a long time to respond to what i said and you're the greatest of all time and if that's the only i'm like i go through all the different tweets in the comments about yeah. the record mm-hmm. and that is pretty much the only other than the tyler thing which whatever i'm not gonna get into that but the only like criticism anybody has about the record is like he's old okay that's it that's all you got like Like, (laughs) are people criticizing him about what he said about tyler yeah he dropped the f word he didn't actually drop it he insinuated the use of a word yeah uh, so that's and, what people and he said you called yourself one yeah but obviously people are going to take that times. and they're going to they're going to run with it yeah wait wait but yeah. other than that the only other criticism literally that i've seen is just like he's that, old somebody somebody what? said he raps too fast and rhymes too many words and I, was, I was like i was like well hold on. okay <laughs> hold, hold, hold. What do you want to listen so to? So did you are you literally just saying like he's too good to listen I just to? Want, I don't get it. I want poor spoken word on my record. That's what <laughs> I want. Um, I want slam poetry over a beat. I don't want Yeah, I don't want anything else. <laughs> um so that was the good in uh in hip hop and then What's yes, your what was your favorite track? Uh I think my favorite song is Fall. Fall? Okay. Yeah. That was a good one. Um and then uh I think my favorite line, it might be the dumbest line. But he said, uh, something's kind of weird. Something's afoot. Oh, yeah, that's my dick. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's to me, like, every time I hear that, I laugh a good bit. There, um, was, there was one. I can't remember which song it was in, but it was the For All My Colorblind People, that whole line. Look, uh, it's an apple. No, it's not. It's a peach. Yeah. Like, I don't know why that one. I, I cracked up so much yeah, for that no, line. It that wasn't even, funny. like, the best one. But, I don't know. That was the other reason why I think Eminem is that good, just because those stupid little lines like that but yeah. just kind of whatever we but, had one that i caught today because i'm still catching new things and that's um, that's the other thing i would go back i've listened to it from front to back probably about four times now yeah and every time i hear a song i catch something different well in each to, song today he was talking about like how he was cursed and he was like this you call me an evil spell e-v-i-l yeah and then in like in the back you hear him go get it evil spell Evie, nothing. Yeah. And like, I was like, oh, what? Like, I've listened to this like 80 times. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it's uh, it's been good. I've liked all of it. I'm not a big fan of like the good guy, bad guy songs. Yeah. And I don't like normal. Uh, normal, I skip. Stepping Stones is good. It's just sad, so I skip it. Yeah. Um, and then the Venom song is cool. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a movie track. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's as movie track as you can get. Yeah. But, I'm, but I like it. I mean, it's cool. So, no, I was very happy with it. Um, 
And then, so that was the good in hip-hop. The bad in hip-hop yesterday, I think for us, it was our high school guy. A lot of people's high school I guy. would imagine it was a lot um, of people. Mac Miller passed away of an overdose. So that was incredibly sad. Mainly just because he's always said it. Like, he's always talked about how he struggled with it. Mm-hmm. And whether it was in his music or in interviews, it was never something that wasn't hidden. And so, I don't know. It's just, it's terribly sad. Um, there it is. Because he was cool. And music, was a, that was a big one. Musically, he was insanely talented. Mm-hmm. Like, not even hip-hop-wise. Just what he did. Because, I mean, he so much piano and actual music in his, yeah. in his music. And so, like, it was, I don't know. It's very sad. Um, it was like, I keep seeing clips of... This it looked like some kind of performance for, well, for NPR. Is that what it was? Yeah, two thousand nine was the string. Yeah, like the that. strings and yeah, all, like even like stuff like that is yeah, you know. No, he was he was insanely talented and uh, and for and I don't want to say like all the signs are there and stuff like that, but like, well, I mean, I mean, he was somebody that needed help and like you have to think that he got it. I mean, it's kind of like, it, but kind of like Demi Lovato. I mean, same thing happened to her. She survived. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know what it was. I mean, we don't know what it was with Mac Miller yet, but everyone knew. She literally came out and was like, yeah, I relapsed. And it just kind of... Yeah. And then when she said she relapsed, it just kind of like went away. And then she ODs two weeks later or whatever. Mm -hmm. Or it wasn't, it was not that soon, but you know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's just, it's sad. And then like... There's a video of him like hanging out, like playing piano the night before on his yeah. live stream on Instagram, and like, so it was sad. He's 26. It's good. Like, I don't think anybody ever ever said anything bad or negative about ever. Mac Miller. Like, he's, I mean, he I tweeted that the seemed, other day. He always seemed happy. Like, you either loved him or like you're like, no, nah, it's just Mac yeah, Miller. Just like, cool. Yeah. So I mean, like, I don't know. He's a cool dude. Um, so very sad. Um, the one thing that's pissed me off the most, which everybody thinks pissed off everybody, all the entertainment. Twitter pages saying Ariana's ex, ex. overdose. Yes. I'm like he was, was he was big well before anybody well knew before. who she was. Oh yeah, um, I didn't even know she existed when he was. No, like, she I, was on what iCarly or something. No, I. She was on a Nickelodeon show I when that remember. was a thing. I, did, I never watched it, so I don't know. Um, so like, and that's just disrespectful to the person who just passed away. Like, it's disrespectful to both of them. Yeah. Um, because then you're a, it seems like you're trying to blame her. her yeah. That just um, opens up that whole, but then you're just shit. cutting him strictly to being only one thing. And that was her ex. So that was, he's only who he is because of her. Yeah. Whatever. So, so that, that upset me. Well, you know how, you know how those, the entertainment news and yeah paparazzi websites, you know how they work. That's just the way it is. And then, and for some reason people, they know it, but they still eat yeah. it up. I mean, they know there's like all yeah. oh, these damn you know, pop culture websites and clickbait and they're like, but they still yeah. eat that shit up and run with it. You like, commenting on it and retweeting it's the same it. thing. It's, it helps it. Yeah. Whether you are opening it and commenting on it that you enjoy it or that you hate it, it's the same thing. Yeah. But I don't know. I digress on that, but RIP, that was pretty crazy. Yeah, That's damn. a big one. That's it's sad. Um, I saw, and there, it was, I was listening, obviously I started listening to Mac Miller on the way home from work. Cause it was like a, it was like, 30 minutes before I got off work when I found when it came out. And uh, so naturally, when I got in my car, started playing Mac Miller. Yeah. And um, uh, what song is it? I think it's Brand Name, where he was talking about how he didn't want to join the 27 Club. Mm. That And that was like the first song I listened to. And I totally forgot that that line was even in that song. Mm-hmm. And when I heard that, I was just like, uh, 
Yeah. I'm going to skip it. <laughs> yeah, no. I I watched a It was like a two-minute like interview. Like It was like a fader video. I don't think it was an interview. But it was like him like doing Lean with French Montana. French Montana looked at him and was like, Yo, hey, you don't man, to, like, yeah, that's yeah, too yeah. much. Like You're going to end up in trouble if that's what you're doing. Yeah. And he's like, no, I'm going to be fine. And then you hear him talking over it. And he was like, I just hated being sober. And it was like after... Because he admitted, I think it was like three years ago, he admitted he had a problem with it. Mm-hmm. And he tried to get, and I don't know if he tried to get clean, but I think he tried to like clean it up a little bit. Yeah. And he said like, I don't want to OD because then like you're just dead. There's no glory It's not in cool. It. Nothing's yeah, cool about Yeah, and he's like, yeah. then your life just ends. Like it's uh, it's not the way I want to go out. And just hearing that sad because you know he didn't want to. Like that's mm-hmm. not what he wanted to be doing. That's what, I wonder what it was. Um. So, I don't know. And then I, I, was, reading, I was reading more about it, just like how he was found and just like the day of, you know, what all happened. And, um, apparently the house was completely cleaned up and there were people in the house on when did, so he was found on Friday morning or afternoon. It was Mm -hmm. like at noon on Friday and there were people like in the house and I guess they just like never, they were, apparently, I guess they had a massive drug binge the night before, uh, is what the cops are assuming. But that's so sad. That's crazy. I'm really curious to see what else comes out about it. Um, so rest in peace on that one. Um, and then I think media, pop culture wise, I think the only major thing was the Nike Kaepernick thing, yeah. which. I'm, the only thing I'm going to say on it is if you burn your Nike stuff, you're stupid. Well, go ahead and burn your ugly ass Nikes anyways. Um, I literally, I haven't seen a, every, like, no. every, you know, the starter pack tweets. Yeah. Everyone I've seen has been, been spot, spot on. on it's been the ugly ass, like, basketball yeah. shoes. And it's, every time I see them, they're like, well, L- Nike just lost a customer. And then, they one, care. you bought them. Two, they were ugly ass Nikes anyways. Yeah. I mean. The, you're not the person they're making their money off. So. Yeah. So, but and I love I love the tweets too, where people were like cutting the swooshes off their socks and their shorts or whatever. And now that you just look like a dumbass walking around with cut up socks. <laughs> when they did that, I was like, "Are you gonna keep wearing them?" That was so <laughs> like, funny. I love just it. Just throw them away. Yeah. Like it also they're expensive socks. The socks are expensive. They are very expensive. You don't cut the and sales went up thirty one percent. So yeah, it's because I'm not gonna say that Nike knew what they were doing. I don't but Nike say knew what they were doing. They're an extremely successful business, yeah. but they're not gonna do something that's gonna hurt. They will be just fine. Yeah, they're gonna be all right. Either without your Air Monarchs. Seriously. Um, I love I love boycotts. They're they're the, they're, the they're my favorite. I will I say though them. the commercial though. Commercial's fantastic. It's a good commercial. It's not. It had me like, tearing up. I was like, oh, because you know it has everybody in it. Yeah, and. Yeah. It's such a. What's wrong with it? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't it, get like, it. Like, and I bet everybody who's mad at it was fine until they turned around. They're like, oh, "This is garbage. This is bad." Message. Oh yeah, for sure. They're like, really? yeah, "This is a good commercial." Yeah, this is all. Uh, uh, yeah. Kaepernick. Oh my god. So that get over it. Yeah. There's more important things to worry about. There's very much more important things to get to. But uh, we'll go ahead. As in, like, there's way more important things to worry about than fucking all the. Uh, national anthem shit. Just let them do it. It's yeah. It it's not what. It's not. It doesn't hurt. It's not hurting you. And it's not about what you think it's about. No, it's whatever. It's just. Done. That's all I'll say about it. Yeah, we won't get into that. Um, now that we're kind of on sports, we'll we'll jump to the Braves a little bit before we just dive headfirst into football. Um, they're struggling. They're having a tough. I don't know the exact number, but I know they're below five hundred in the past two weeks. 
uh, maybe in three weeks. It's just been we get leads and then our bullpen blows them. We blew what two straight games. The bullpen has been that to the Red if Sox. Any, if anybody's been struggling, it's been the bullpen uh, for sure. Newcomb struggled, struggled, um, which just sucks, man. He comes off that almost no hitter, and it's ever since then he hasn't had it's it. Just, um, I think he maybe he may have had like one okay, like yeah. he got through it and he was fine. Right now, dude, Fulty's the only one that I'm really like. Julio got a thousand strikeout today, though. Yeah, but that's all that. He also hit the first batter of the game. Today. Yeah. Um, all right, let's see. But I still think they have a three and a half game lead. We swept the Marlins. We lost to the Rays. We split with the Rays, actually. Um, lost to the Cubs. Lost the series to the Pirates. Swept by the Sox. We still, we are, have, a, we still have a three game lead. We are currently we're three and seven in our last. Oh, we 10. beat. Okay, so we beat Arizona last night. We are. Oh no no, we lost last night. Beat them Friday, so we're in the rubber match. Top of the ninth, they're tied three three, and that's a, actually that's a four game series. But then we got the Giants, Nationals, Cardinals, Phillies, oh, Mets, then Phillies again. Yeah, so God, that's tough. We have a three game lead on the Phillies. Um, or three of seven of our last ten. Um, if you want to blame me, Atlanta, it's fine. I will say I was pretty excited about two weeks ago. I tweeted that they're definitely going to the World Series. Yeah, you did tweet it. I didn't say they were going to win it. I never once said they were going to win it. And since then, it's been nothing but downhill. So that's that's on me. I'm not going to delete the tweet, though. No, because if it does happen, you're a genius. Yeah. So uh, Why would you ever delete it? I'm not going to delete it. Well, it was like today. It. Well, uh it was like today for the Georgia game, you know, they go up 14 nothing in like the first two minutes. I was like, okay, we're winning by a million today. And, and then, then struggle. The next one is struggle. struggle. The I was like, okay, we're winning by, nine, you know, yeah. 900,000. Like, yeah, yeah. We ended up winning by, you know, 30. But, um, yeah, the Braves, the Braves are, you know, I'm, I'm getting prepared for them to get knocked out in the first round of the playoffs. I, I think, think so. I think is where I'm at. Um, well, if it, if they even go, just because we have go. two more series against the Phillies, and depending the on Phil- how, but you got to think we're on this huge skid, and our lead has only dropped half a game. The Phillies are also that is tr- yeah that's struggling. true, but it's just it, it's looking like it's probably going to come down to those last two series. And I think I think we I think we'll just really have to win. I think we only have to win three of them. Like we only have to win half of the last six mm-hmm. games against them. So like I'm not I'm not too. I'm not too worried about that. I think they can do it. Um, if we have to play the Cubs in that first series, we're ruined. I don't know. That was a really good game. That makeup game that they played. Yeah, but the Cubs in the series right now, the way they've been playing. Yeah. I mean, Cole Hamels is 4-0 since he got traded there with a 1.0 ERA. Cole <sighs> Hamels hasn't pitched like that in three years. <laughs> um, the Cubs are good. Um, Anthony Rizzo's hitting again. Baez is hitting again. It's they're a good team. I don't want to play them. Um, they have a three game lead as well, but I mean, but no one's beating the Red Sox. They're at ninety. No one's beating the Red Sox. They're at ninety seven wins. They're they're winning the whole thing. They're, they're six so and four of their last ten. I mean, the only team technically right now in baseball that is better, on like on a hotter streak, are the Astros, and they've won seven straight, and they're at eighty nine wins. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean. The fact that the Yankees are eighty-eight and fifty-three and are eight games back is absurd. That's ridiculous. Um, so yeah, nobody's beating nobody's beating Boston this season. I was so man that last game of the series against the Braves. I was 
I couldn't believe that, man. I mean, once again, it was the bullpen blowing the lead, and then yep. Brandon but then Freddie, then Freddie tried to bring it back. I know. Fred even homer. I was like, he all right, comes cool. out, they I was gave like, him the day off, and yeah. it's like, please go out first pitch, crack, hits home run. Yeah, and I was like, all right. Job's done here. I was like, all right, we're fine. Um, and then just. Brandon Phillips. Damn him. Yeah. I love yeah. him. He's awesome. He's I cool. Love Brandon that Phillips dude is awesome, cool. But, but damn him. Yeah, that hurt. <laughs> that very much hurt. So. Yeah. But I think Red Sox is pretty much a lock on them for the yeah, series. Th- I think them are the Cubs. That's my, that's my very bold outlandish world series <laughs> prediction either the cubs or the red Sox. really i mean world I'm, series for the that's like i hope i'm wrong <laughs> but that's that uh, world series would be cool because that's like the most that's I mean, that's gonna be the most cursed world series ever yeah seriously you have to think the loser of that doesn't win it again for ever again years. like yeah until like the end of the planet yeah like, until, <laughs> until, it'll never win again until 2100 yeah. um so that's be cool. Anything else you need to say for baseball? Anything you need to get out of your system? I mean, any Braves complaints? I mean, complaints aside from the bullpen. Not really. Yeah, I mean bullpen. Bullpen. And but it's September eighth. It's starting to get. That's sport. You know, I was struggling today because there were so many sports on. There was eight different games. Yeah, outside of the Georgia game, I've, there was I've been golf. Do a billion things. Then. You know, I've been switching to the Braves game too. All we, you know, when that, whenever they're playing, they're playing right now. So luckily, I didn't have to battle that. But no, we're in just it. going into September, like it's it's best time of the year. It, I can't. I need six TVs. I need six TVs, and I need every weekend to be three days. Yes, like I can't. I can't do everything I want to do and watch all of the things that I want to watch. I know. Like I'm not going to get anything accomplished this weekend because. I'm just going to watch football all day. And I realize I could not watch football all day, but I'm not going to do Yeah, that. why would you do that? Yeah. I, I planned this weekend to do that, like I'm literally stoked. sit on my couch. I'm stoked. Not move, watch all the games I last, can. Last weekend, I blocked my Saturday off. I woke up, mm-hmm. went to Ryan's, sat on the couch, started drinking, watched football, did that till 1130 at night, went home, went to bed. Yeah. It was the greatest Saturday I've had in a long time. Oh, yeah. This is the best. Yeah. And so it's just, it's that. And it's just fun. It's just the best. It's the best thing to do on a weekend is watch football. Absolutely, nothing. Else and I was watching us. Game Day this morning, and um, it was gorgeous outside. I'm just like, I just feel like it. It should be cooler outside. Like it just has this feeling. It's still that too hot. It should be cold outside. Yeah, it's you know still what too I mean? Hot. But you know, it's here though. I mean, we're two weeks into college. Pros has started. We're one as game of Thursday. We but, don't want to talk about it. Um, starts tomorrow so we'll have our we're all hanging out tomorrow we'll have our laptops watching our fantasy teams very closely yep stressfully all day um and i cannot be happier yeah no it's it should be a good thing with that said we'll get into some georgia falcons talk um well i'll tell you what we'll go in order of chronological order of the weekend okay so we'll start with the falcons that was First of all, I'll start by saying that was probably the most bland, most anticlimactic, sloppy, sloppy, worst lackluster game of the season. opener of an NFL season. It was awful. It was terrible. It was. I, I don't care who at was halftime. Half I was like, "Have I been watching a regular season football game?" Seriously, like I was. I it was, felt like preseason. And I, and I was I I couldn't make it through the whole game. I went to bed halfway through the third. After mm-hmm. Matt Ryan threw that just god awful pass in the third. Yes. I was like, fuck it, I'm going to bed. 
Like I can't, I can't. And that it was eleven thirty. Like yeah. I stayed up until eleven. Yeah, I was about to say that weather delay definitely. Yeah, <laughs> to watch. I'm hoping the worst game of the year from the Falcons. Um, but I'm it's worried. gonna the worst overall football game of the season, probably. Yeah, it was just it was just a bad it was a bad game. And you know, Atlanta looked terrible, but Philly shouldn't be all stoked and. No, their offense didn't look great. They looked our, awful. That they, or they, our defense was popping, but I don't think our they defense. They were. Was. I mean, they played well. I thought. Yeah. It, other than the fact that we we lost eighteen 80%. people got hurt. Yeah. Seriously, I mean, did it, Vic it Beasley? Like, did he come back in that game? They came back in. Okay, I know they were they were examining him for a head injury, and then Trufant also got in. hurt, didn't he? Well, I think at least I think Trufant came back in. Okay. Um, at least I think Vic came back in. I just know I saw him in the second half. He had a helmet on on the sideline. Okay, so that so means, I'm pretty sure he did keep playing. News, at least I know when I saw that they were testing, he, they were going through concussion tests. I'm like, oh my yeah, god, not again, yeah. Um, Keanu Neal. I mean, losing him for the season, which is a bummer. I like Keanu Neal a lot. I still don't think he should have been a first-round pick, but I still like him a lot. I think he's he's good, though. Yeah, but he can only run in a straight line. (laughs) That's true. I mean, I I mean, I can't Hence even. Hence, why he tore his. Yeah, like I can't even do that. But like that man, if he needs to like go left to make a tackle, like you're gone. Like you got yeah. you got three yards to the right of him. Yeah. It's, well, when he when he was going to make that tackle, the first time that he tweaked his knee, um, you know, I was like, oh man. I mean, at this point, I just expect the worst. Whenever I see someone like every make, time make a cut and then they drop, I'm like, all right, he's done. He's mm-hmm. out. He's like done for the season. And then he comes back in, and I was like. Uh, here we go, RG three. This is what this is right here. And sure enough, a couple plays later, goes to make a tack. I think he went to make a cut or something. His knee just yeah jello. It just went and yeah. I don't so know, that man. sucks. That's what I was worried about. Just seeing every all these players on the defense just dropping like flies, and I'm like, oh my god, this is first game. We already know how this is how this year is it's going. Not gonna go great. Yeah, and then Matt Ryan, he looks. I don't. He, didn't, he looked good. Like I, I, I don't. And people are like, no. Like you got to give Matt time. Like no, Matt didn't no. look like Matt Ryan. His like, throws looked weak. They he was, were and he just wildly was, inaccurate. And he was making weird decisions. Very weird decisions. Um, so, I mean, he always, he will always force a throw to Julio. I mean, always. And that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. If if that's the one you're forcing a throw to, I, yeah, it's I mean, fine. if you're going to pick one person to do, it, yeah, then that's fine. Yeah. But I would rather him not force throws like he does <laughs> to anybody. Yeah, but you know, I just don't see how he was an MVP two years ago, and now this is what we're this is the team we're looking at. But because the team the team hasn't changed besides one one fucking coach. Mm-hmm. Um, you say his name. I don't. I don't want to say, say his, his name. name. I don't want to say his name because <laughs> I don't want to call him out. But let's just run through the Falcons' first <laughs> red zone possession <laughs> of the game. We were on – it was first and goal. I don't exactly know what yard line we were on. We did a run up the middle with Devontae Freeman. That didn't work. Then we did another run up the middle with Devontae Freeman. That still didn't work. Um, and in the second – uh, formation we had no wide outs on the field it was all tight end set run up the middle and then we come out in an actual spread formation 
we bring Devontae up, and then we roll out right and go to try to throw a little dump pass to Devontae, which that's the most obvious goal line play ever. And then we go for it on fourth and one, and we ran it with Devontae, and it got stuffed because no doubt. We didn't throw a single pass to a receiver in the red zone. No, nope. Not one. And I'm not even mad that it wasn't. we didn't target Julio. We didn't target anybody. Besides Devontae Freeman, the running back, who yep. got shut down four straight times. And then that's not on Devontae. What are you doing, Steve? Like, I, do, I don't understand it. Like, I just don't get his lack of doing anything that makes sense. Nothing he does makes any kind of sense to me. And he's driving me insane. Give me a Madden controller. Give me this team. And I can win. Well, it's like that. I think you retweeted it. It was like, we need to just get the the Madden 19 champion to be the offensive coordinator. Get like any playbook out there with the team that we have, like with the players that we have and we're good. I think he, and then that report that came out, which I don't know how true it is, but it, it wouldn't surprise me of the, um, Sarkeesian has too hard of a time drawing up plays for Julio Jones. Cause yeah. he covers so much ground so fast. What? He's too fast for you to coach. Like, that makes he's no sense. He's too good for me to coach. That's like somebody being like a track runner and be like, I can't coach this guy. He's too fast. He's too fast. He's never going to win. Kick him off the Ooh, team. What? I just, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I hate him. I hate, I, there. Let's see. It. There was 74 rushing yards and 251. Yeah, 251. Julio had like what, passing. 168 receiving 169. yards? 169. Uh, 10 receptions, 169 yards. And zero, zero, zero touchdowns. touchdowns. Yep. Which, I mean, uh, yeah, that goes back to the whole red zone thing. I mean, and I, damn it if they didn't try on that last drive. But <laughs> that I mean, and that, that the uh, people I will say the people that are mad that are like, oh, like that he got pushed out. Like that should still be a touchdown. No, it shouldn't. Yeah, what? I know the push the push out rule. It used to be a rule. It used right. to, yeah. But, but like, people are saying that some people were like, well, that would have been a touchdown. I'm like, no, it wouldn't have. It 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 should have never been that. You shouldn't be allowed to catch something in the middle of the air, get pushed out of bounds, and then say, well, if that guy didn't push you, you would have landed in bounds. So we Even if you he didn't push, he wouldn't have been in bounds. No. It was, it wasn't he a, caught the ball like three yards out of the it wasn't a good. Zone. It wasn't a good throw. At all. Um, the one where he like bobbled it and slid on his shoulder while he had possession of the ball for two yards before even. he went out of bounds, that was a catch. Um, I don't think Austin Hooper's was a catch, but they ruled it a catch. I'm trying to remember what that one was. The one where it bobbled and hit the ground. See, I thought he had a hand under it. No, he didn't. It bo- it literally bounced to the ground. Did it? It bobbled around. Maybe I'm thinking of a different one. I just, I don't, I. Yeah, I have to be thinking. I think there was a different one. I don't know how all of a sudden, because this wasn't a problem like three years ago. Yep. And now all of a sudden. It's like they make, they wanted to make it a problem. It's like all of a sudden they're like, hey, we have no fucking idea what a catch is. And so we're just going to, we're just going to throw a dart. And what if it lands on catch, it's a catch. If it lands on no catch, it's not a catch. I don't. I don't understand how a this became a problem. How it's still a problem. I don't. I don't understand. And I don't. Luckily, I don't think they confirmed that call on Julio Jones. Because if they had confirmed that, I, I. What do you? How do you play the game? I don't know. How do you play the game of football? I don't know. If they had confirmed that stands, okay, you can't find sufficient evidence to turn it over. But that was as clear as day. And I would have said I'm, I would I would have said that about any team, not just the Falcons. Yeah. If that was any team, I would have been like, "That is a catch." It was a catch. I mean, I just 
But I don't. It, may, it upsets me. And that it was the officiating was it was there was more penalties that game I think I've ever seen in my life. It, and I think it, there was twenty eight called forward declined, so it's twenty four total penalties. Mm. And the Falcons had I th- like over half of them. 13 or yeah. something like that, which was the most they've had in like 15 years, I think is what the it stat was, was. It was stupid. It was ridiculous. And and a lot of them were not good either. No. And it's I will like, say, like, I was expecting to get mad at the hel- helmet rule or something. Like, at that that didn't come up in that game. It was just... Yeah. It was just bad. They yeah. were just bad. Um, and, I think it, and I think a lot of it probably has to do with they didn't play in preseason at all. Our starters on offense didn't really play. Um, that is a good point. I didn't really think about that. I don't know how often Julio actually practices because he's a glass slipper and we got to keep him that way. Um, the first time, the first pass he caught, he went down in a weird way. He did, and I'm and like, then, he's done. And then he like got up and he was like on his hands and knees, and I was like, God. Well, because every how? every time he gets up, he looks hurt. Yeah, every time he gets up. Yeah, no, he never looks okay. He never looks comfortable getting off the ground. It drives me insane. It's it's a nightmare. Yeah, it, I love him, but he's just a stressful person to have on your team. Um, but, yeah, the there was pass interference calls that I didn't think should have like Trufant. One of them. One of them. No. No. One of them. No. One of them. Absolutely. There was one he did have, but there was one before that. But that was the weakest pass interference yeah. call ever. I mean, his hand wasn't even. It wasn't grabbing. He just had his hand on. Yeah, like, but it was on it his was hip, touching his hip. Yeah. And and he did, but he didn't pull him. He didn't. Not at all. Him. It didn't change. It his, didn't call. change the body angle or anything. No. And they called it. And I'm like, this. So this is how today's going to go. Apparently. Yeah. And that's how it kind of went. So that, um, I'm and then really... Collinsworth was like, oh, they're letting him play today. And I was like, Chris, what are you oh talking about, man? I cannot stand him. Um. So just overall, oh, that's why I'm cu- really curious. Like you know, you know, you talked about the helmet rule, how it didn't really come up. I, I am borderline nervous about tomorrow. Some it's gonna it's gonna have to it's gonna come up, and I'm really uh, it's gonna be interesting. it's gonna be a problem at some point. Yeah, but it's gonna be interesting. we're all excited. Um, real quick, uh, Kentucky beat Florida on a fumble touchdown recovery <laughs> with four seconds left. Hate to see it. Couldn't have happened to a better I group hate to of see people. It. Um, but yeah, no that the helmet rule will surely. Uh, It'll come up. It'll be a thing. It'll be a problem. It'll be and controversy it is. And Monday morning. I think ninety percent of the ones they called in preseason were not like they were I right think, by the rule. I think they were correct by the by the rule book, but they were not bad plays. I like to think they called it a lot in preseason to get guys in the habit, and then they're gonna reel it in. Maybe. And I'm hoping by like week eighteen, like everybody just kind of forgets it's a. Rule. It's a thing. Yeah. Um, but who knows. You don't know how that's going to go. Yeah. Um, so I'm scared. And then I mean, the first few weeks of the NFL are always sloppy because the refs have to get used to regular games. The teams have to get used to regular games. I just, this year has me more nervous because of that rule than I've ever been nervous about the NFL before. Because mm-hmm. um, nervous like the, is the wrong word, but I'm just, I'm really curious I'm ner- to see what happens. I'm worried it won't be, I think it'll be too annoying. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I'm nervous about. I'm nervous about watching a game and just getting annoyed with it. Yeah. Even if I um, have no team in it. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm more worried. Like if I'm watching a Falcons game and I'm like, and I'm just getting, I get pissed off at the, what I think are dumb calls and sure they might be right, but it's a dumb rule. Like, I don't, I don't know. I have, I'm worried. Um, 
I mean, last season, the first four weeks, because they changed the way the cut system was, the first couple weeks last season were all sloppy, and then they got better, and then by the end of the season, like, everybody was fully into it. I'm I'm assuming that's going to happen again, um, but that rule has me more nervous than, than normal. Um, but if the NFL fails, um, because Trump broke their brain, um, <laughs> we'll have college football. That's true, and it is. And it's it here. going. And... Uh, I don't want to say that UGA embarrassed South Carolina today, but they did. UGA embarrassed South Carolina. You can't see it, but I'm nodding my head. Yes. And uh, it was what I will say before this game. I was the most, like, I saw this game on the schedule, and I was the most nervous about this game. And I've never been more wrong, and I'm very happy with how wrong I was. There was a lot of wrong people. <laughs> but uh, Georgia played South Carolina today at williams Bryce, and that godforsaken town in South Carolina. And a lot of people were picking South Carolina to upset. A lot of people were saying it was going to be close. People were going to say this is going to be Georgia's toughest test. Georgia won 41-17. to um, it, I will say uh, – at halftime, I was nervous because it was, you know, stalled out. I mean, it was at, with, at one point it was a seven-point game. Mm-hmm. Um, After when, in, like I said earlier, you know, they had that quick fourteen-nothing lead. They had the pick six, and then just that next drive, just like it was nothing. Yeah, and I was like, "This is going to be actually ugly." W- wasn't a pick six because Kendall Baker oh, dropped yeah. the ball yeah, you're before. Right, you're right. You're so right. it was a fumble recovery for a touchdown right. by Jawan Taylor. Um, good. good. Good catch on or good catch. I'm the editor. Call me out. Um, but yeah, DeAndre Baker's pick that led to a fumble recovery. In the end zone. <laughs> that led to a touchdown. <laughs> um, you know, hold that, on to the ball that all happened, the way to the back of the end zone. People, that, that happened, and I just screamed, "They're dead!" Uh, and then they we stop them. Him, we stop him on third down. Yep. And then we get the ball back. Swift just runs it into the end zone. I mean, yep. it was like a four play, seventy six yard drive. It was nothing. Um, I, mean, I was I I was like they're dead they're so dead and my dad's like you know, momentum is college football and then like halfway through the second I was like we're gonna lose this game we actually because <laughs> we could, it didn't look like we could stop them for a while yeah. and like and you just it felt like every pass every time Jake threw it they caught it um, they couldn't run on us all day at all that um, that was it always seemed like every time they tried to run the ball there were three white jerseys it was max right in front of and I will say I mean, one it, of them was Richard LeCount. Every single time yeah. was new. That man is a freak. Yeah, and he's awesome. I was, I'm I, gonna love me for so today. Account. Him and DeAndre Walker were they were all over yep. the place. I uh, mean, it was crazy. Campbell got tested. Our freshman corner, uh, for number three. Mm-hmm. He got tested a lot, and he 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 got. I don't know. He's I'm not. People love him. They rave him. He's fast. I know he's fast. He's highly talented. He didn't look great today. He kind of scares me a little bit on that. Well, there and there was at one point of the game, uh, I can't remember if it was, I think it was in the third quarter maybe, when South Carolina just kept throwing underneath, either right in the middle of the field or they're just throwing little check downs, and they were just getting five yards, six yards. It was the second quarter. Four yards. Was it for yeah. the second quarter? And it was like every play. And for some reason – they just could not like figure it but out. What was annoying is they and, were right there every time. Yeah. It was so close to being no play every time. Right, and but and that was the other thing too. It seemed like they, the South Carolina receivers, could not drop the ball, or it bounced into their arms or their. Yeah, 
it, everything that could happen to go in their favor on those plays happened. Yeah. And then I was like, they're, I feel like any second now they're about to throw a bomb and there's just going to be a guy just like sitting there catching it like a punt in the end zone. Cause no one saw him. Like I just, I don't know, but they, uh, figured it out pretty quick. I guess. Yeah. That third quarter we, was, uh, we outscored him 21 to zero. Um, so put Justin Fields in, which is cool. Yeah. But he Even, just handed the ball. But I will say fine. Justin Fields, I don't know how much of it you got to watch. Um, but Justin Fields against Austin P. I didn't came get out. He looked, man. I'm. I was on the. I was. Driving. I loved. I love Jake Fromm, and I'm not. I don't. I'm not calling for Justin Fields to like, start. Start. Yeah. But I and I know you can't really have a two quarterback system that's not going to work. Right. You don't, the whole you know if you don't have if you have two quarterbacks you don't have one thing. I want Justin Fields to be our quarterback, so damn bad. Because he's fast, he's big, he's fun, and he can throw. Can and throw. I just, I think we could be, and this is going to sound stupid coming off putting up 41 points on an SEC team, <laughs> but I think offensively we could just be more. Because today you saw, like, we ran. We had, like, 235 rushing yards. Yep. And then we Between only, 18 running backs. And we, yeah, <laughs> I, five. I didn't even know we had a white running back. Yeah. And then, um, I mean, Fromm was, like, with, I think, like, 16 of 20 for, like, 100 and. 60 something yards. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just, I think I would just, I just want to see fields. Cause I think fields would be more exciting. I think it'd be fun. I'm not, I want to see saying, him do a complete game. I'm not seeing, be... I'm not saying he's better or right. worse. I just think it would be more. I think it would just be fun to see fields. I think I would like fields better. Well, cause when was the last time Georgia had a quarterback like that? I mean, Shockley. the closest thing we've ever had I mean... was Shockley. <laughs> and then it's, um, old boy from like the forties. Um, oh well. Oh, Tarkington. Yeah, it was the last time we had one of those. Um, and even that, I don't know. It would just be, it would just be fun. I would yeah. like to see him play a little bit more. Um, then I know that you one can't, throw he did have was pretty nice. Yeah, I just know it's, <laughs> you can't really do that with quarterbacks, and that's what sucks. But um, DeAndre Swift makes no sense as a running back. He gets positive yards on almost every play when he shouldn't mm-hmm. like a snake he like he just slithers slithers, slithers. <laughs> i'm a snake no um he just slithers through the offensive line and gets like two yards every time at the minimum yeah um elijah holyfield led the team he had nine carries for 76 yards he was running through people harry and looked good cook came in at the end because he couldn't play in the first half because of that targeting call yeah and like when he hits the edge like his first two steps are some of the fastest first two oh, steps yeah. i've seen um, there were a couple. There were a couple plays though where he, there was like a third down play, where he had a hole and if he had just hit it, it just accelerated yeah, he tried to, through he tried it. To bounce he would have. He he tried to yeah. stutter step and killed his momentum and stuff like that. And then he was carrying the ball on the wrong side. Everybody when, was doing that. DeAndre Swift on his on see, his I, first. I, on I his didn't really first, pay attention. But it was like touchdown. every time though. Yeah, on his first touchdown, he didn't switch it over. And he really? always got it punched. Um, Later in the oh, game, oh, that's right, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, they weren't, they weren't really, they didn't change hands when they should have. Um, Other pro- than that, though, I mean, if he I'm, was if, so fast. If I'm paying could... attention to that on running backs, then like, <laughs> we're okay. Yeah, like, right. If if I'm watching the hand the balls in, because yeah. I'm so not worried about what's going to happen, yeah. then like we're fine. Um, so it was just, a good good problem to have, I guess. Yeah, um, but no, we went up there, we did it to him. It was fun. 
hopefully I, we might be two next week after Clemson's just poor showing against unranked A&M. But yeah, we the, are recording the, this right after. It was a really good game, though. It was a good Very game. Good game. Um, I was really pulling for A and M on that one. There's currently a good one on Stanford USC. They got a minute forty three left. Stanford's up seventeen three, and they've got the ball. So yeah, it looks like that one. I think they just picked the ball off in the end zone. So yeah. Other than that, like today, college football wise, I think the next closest game I'm seeing, and Tristan, I'm sorry, is Notre Dame. Notre Dame Ball, ball State. State. Yeah, not good. Um, That's not good. Not you guys, good you guys squeaked one out there <laughs> against Ball State. Not great. Um, and then. Yeah, I mean, the Kentucky-Florida game we mentioned earlier. Go Wildcats. Um, it was yeah. a blowout week. That's Yeah, it was. handful of good games. Um, so, I mean, but, what, Georgia, Georgia's got Middle Tennessee next week? Middle Tennessee. Then we have Missouri. I'm right here. And Let's see. Notre Dame's got Vandy next week and then Stanford. And I will be at that game. And then Georgia... We have Middle Tennessee State next weekend. Middle Tennessee State. Then uh, at Missouri. Then Tennessee, Vandy, at LSU, Florida, at Kentucky, Auburn, UMass, Georgia Tech. Oh, and also, I would like, speaking of college football, we don't, they don't get the love that they deserve. I'd like to give a shout-out to my alma mater, Kennesaw State. Killing it. Go tough game, Tough game against Georgia State in the first week, last week at uh, Georgia State Stadium. We lost it. They did. They Thanks. did. Georgia State came back. I think it was like with a minute left and scored a touchdown and won the game. But um, they beat Tennessee Tech by like a 1,000. Nice. They're killing it. Nice. Like, they're making that triple option work, man, which is crazy. And, oh, the, the Georgia Tech and um, – uh, yeah, uh, South Florida, that was a good game. That one was going back and forth like crazy. They lost by like eleven. Uh, They're not even maybe. showing up on like ESPN's like box. Score. I watched that game more than any of the other ones at the in the morning games. Or the I wasn't games. watching any ones. It was a really good game. It was going back and forth. They were uh, no defense. Right. Yeah. But um, what is yeah. the last time Tech had a defense? <laughs> no, it's very true. Um, they tend to have a lot of high scoring games, but yeah, shout out. Shout out to the dogs. Go dogs. Shout out owls. Shout out to the Irish. Um, shout out Kentucky. Shout out Kentucky for being Florida. Appreciate I'll, that. I'll give them a shout. I like that. Shout out to A&M for almost doing it. But um, now I don't care for the rest of the season. No, nah, because I can't stand Jimbo Fisher. <laughs> um, Miami had a bounce back game. They beat Savannah State 77-0. <laughs> Take out some frustrations. Yeah, no kidding. Um, and then your defending national champions, UCF. Uh, they won 38 <laughs> Nothing against South Carolina State, I believe. Oh, my goodness. You're, so. you're defending national champion. <laughs> I, I still remember when I went down to Savannah back on Memorial – no, not Memorial Day weekend. Labor Day. No, it wasn't Labor Day. It wasn't a holiday. I just went down there on a weekend. It was okay. like last month. But yeah. I was walking around downtown Savannah on the river, on the river street or whatever, and I see a guy in a shirt, a UCF national champion shirt, and I literally – I wanted to – I I just wanted to like flick him in the nose or something like I just <laughs> today take that off. today watching the Nebraska um, Colorado game like I found myself rooting for Colorado and my dad was like why why are you rooting against Nebraska and I was like uh, I just associate Scott Frost with the UCF national championship <laughs> claim and I'm gonna hate him for the rest of his career. I hope he doesn't win a single <laughs> like, game <laughs> I know he didn't start that but I just I put it on him and I don't want him to be successful so uh, well Stanford just wrapped it up they just picked it off with 20 seconds left so nice that game's right. over 
Yeah, well, that ended how we thought it would. Um, but that's all I got. Do you have anything else to add? With football, I don't know. It's back. It's back. It's exciting. It seems right. Everything's exciting. Everything's happy. Yeah. The world's right again. Soon it's going to get cold. Uh, and once it gets cold, it means I really start dressing. Um, I don't apologize for that. Uh, but yeah, that's all I got. This ended up not being as long as I thought it was no, going to be. No, we got it out. We yeah. got it out. We did cut out some stuff, but whatever. Did we not? I guess we didn't. Whatever. Well, we're back. We're probably going to start doing these on Saturdays now that football is in full swing. And also, Saturdays are just easier yeah. logistically to do. Yeah, week's, week's tough to, to line up every time. So. Yeah, so expect these on Saturday nights, Sunday mornings. afternoons, mornings yeah, before from the, now the on. Yeah, games go. Um, um, throughout but we football won't, season. We won't let it go two weeks without it again. I'm so sorry. It's fine. I'm sorry, man. I, just, I, I won't just, leave y'all. I missed this. I, I won't leave y'all. I needed vacation. We all need vacation. Yeah, I don't blame you at all. I'm pretty excited for mine. Where are you going? I don't have one. Oh, you don't have one? No. I mean, I'm taking a three-day weekend next weekend. Oh, for Music Midtown. I'll be at Music Midtown. Oh, yeah. I'm taking that Monday off because there's no, that's, zero yeah, chance no, I, I make it to work at 5 a.m. on you. Monday. Um, yeah, the day after Music No, it's fine. Yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> um, but uh, that's it. That's all I got. Oh, um, wait. Then I guess we won't be doing one next week oh no well we'll figure out one. we'll figure something out don't worry we're back we won't we won't leave y'all again but we'll see y'all at some point in the next week yeah all right well bye